0: Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke and I am your host. So let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Exercises for Everyone podcast. Today I have David Galloway with us. David is from, from into thrive and he helps people who either have diabetes or are on the borderline of being diagnosed with diabetes. You help people to reverse that condition. Is that right? 100%.
1: One hundred percent. We uh, we we help people that are you know, not diabetic or pre-diabetic avoid it or reverse it, and then those that are diabetic either you know gain control of it or in uh, the type two situation help them try to reverse it as well.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited to have you on today. Um, diabetes is something that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, my my one of my daughters is a type one diabetic, and she does not have the ability to. Um, you know, like reverse diabetes because of the type of diabetes that she has. But, you know, the management of it through diet and exercise is very beneficial. So I'm really thrilled that you're doing this work um, because I, I know how hard it can be on the individual. I know how hard it can be on the family. It's really a horrible disease, it really is. So I love, love, love that you're doing this work. I'm really excited for you to share with us about how you're helping people make these transformations, you know, the importance of it, um, anything that I can add to the conversation. Like I'm I'm really grateful that you're taking the time to talk to our audience today. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being here.
1: Uh, I appreciate the opportunity. It's always, uh, It's always great to be able to share with people that appreciate it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I I think a lot of people, you know, when they first get that diagnosis, they do want to start moving and they do want to start exercising and they don't always know how to or, you know, sometimes they kind of get caught up in that, like, well, I have to do it a certain way. So why don't you just start by by telling us how did you even come into this? Like, how did this, this work become a part of your life?
1: Well, uh, I always used to start with being um, born at a young age. So ever since then, you know, I've been you know, progressing. So um, years ago, I started with a, a fitness club. And we, we did that for about 10 years. And we did primarily, you know, fitness kickboxing. I also uh, a Kung Fu instructor. And those modalities were really designed almost as therapy. Um, the kickboxing was 95% women and I again I think it was like therapy where they could come in and hit something and not go to jail So it was very you know therapeutic that way yeah. um, but we found that you know in order to help people the motion aspect of the fitness aspect is only one piece of a larger puzzle and That's when we started looking into different nutritional um, opportunities to see how we could just compound and build and see how we can help people in that arena. So I went and became certified in, as an orthomolecular nutritionist as well. So you know I'm a certified personal trainer, orthomolecular uh, nutritionist, and a mindset conditioning coach. So it's really trying to encompass the, the issue from multiple directions my tie-in with diabetes really came about with uh, my father my father actually passed away a couple of years ago as uh, you know due to complications associated with diabetes mm-hmm. and what I found is that you know when I was able to help him um, he had some success but there's so much misinformation out there around the disease, the disease itself but also just in nutrition and exercise together that um, you know ultimately it, it didn't work out for him but uh, it gave me that passion path- Can make a difference. I'm proving we can make it, and that's that's our intent now is to move forward.
0: Yeah, and and, you know, my father is uh, he's a type two diabetic as well, and I've seen, um, you know, I've seen some of the 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 comorbidities that he like the problems and complications that he's having now because of it. And a lot of times, I think that people think it's an invisible disease, but it's really in your face all the time. You know, like if you're really trying to take care of it, it's in your face all the time. And if you're ignoring that, like you're gonna have some pretty serious side effects. You know, like you're gonna have some pretty, pre- pretty serious complications. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of interject there really quick. Like I really understand where you're coming from with the dad thing too, because my dad's having all the problems with, and he, it's there in every issue that comes up. It's, it's. It's a contributing factor. So.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's it is such a prevalent disease. You know, it's becoming more so. Um, you know, the statistics that we're seeing is that you know there are the amount of diabetics in adolescents and children is on the rise. And mm-hmm. you know, part of that is we children these days typically don't aren't as active as we used to be back when when I was that age. You know, when I was young, I was told to go out and come back when the lights came on. And you know mm-hmm. now. People don't let their kids out or they're on the device all the time. They just don't have the the, the activity level that uh, they're used to in the past. You combine that with the the predatory marketing from some of these big food companies. Um, my wife is a, a culinary nutritionist, and she said that over the period of COVID, just in the last nine months of two, 2020, there were 30 new cereals targeting children released in that short time frame. You're so kidding when- when you combine this poor diet with lack of exercise, you know, you have to expect that that's, you know, this is going to be one of the outcomes.
0: Yeah. And it's really unfortunate, you know, um, just because like like you said, like we, we are moving into kind of a sedentary, um, I'm not sure the word that I'm looking for, but generation maybe, yeah. um, where you have a lot of people that are, I mean, they're on their devices all the time. You know, and really, you know, the convenience of processed food is it's just that it's only convenient. And it's actually pretty harmful, you know, of all the things that go into the the preservatives and all the weird things that it does to your body. And um, it really has a big impact. And sometimes you have to make pretty drastic changes. So I. Yeah. yeah, I hear what you're saying about that. So what types of, um, like, tell me a little bit about, about your clients, like about, how do you help them? Like what, what types of outcomes are they getting?
1: Uh, so far it's been really, really good. Um, it's, it's very encouraging, like when you come up with a, a philosophy and, you know, when I'm able to bring in the the personal training, the uh, the Kung Fu training, which really brings a sort of a very Eastern philosophy to things, you know, the uh, activation of chi, pressure points, uh, mindset. When you start to bring that together, um, the, re- the results are, are amazing. So, we've got clients that, you know, they're a little bit older, they're in their 40s and 50s primarily. Um, and the results that they're getting is, you know, one gentleman is off his meds, and it didn't, it, it took, I believe, a little over four weeks to get him there. Wow. Um, so, it is, it is possible, but uh, the biggest challenge we have is that. We have to fight the misinformation because, you know, there are some people out there that believe type 2 can't be reversed. Um, Some people believe that, you know, all you have to do is cut out your sugar and you have no issues. As you know, you know, type 2 diabetes or diabetes in general leads to other complications like heart disease. You know, type 3 diabetes is Alzheimer's. So, you know, the whole, you know, gambit of things. But if you take control of your eating, that's going to help. But the other part is you have to actually do the motion, you gotta do exercise. So we find that combining a program of you know careful eating, making correct food choices, eating whole food versus processed food, but also combining that with, a, a, an, I, don't, I, I don't wanna really call it an exercise routine because for some people going for a 10 minute walk, that's more than they've done in several years. So it's a starting point just to get them moving. And the combination of eating properly, getting the muscles to do what they're supposed to do Allows the body to start to reverse some of this condition.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, I do find that um, you know, I can totally agree with the the misinformation out there because I know that my daughter was 13 when she got diagnosed, and there was people saying things to her, like, and you know, she was very young and impressionable, and they were saying things to her like, Well, you can never have sugar, or you ate bad and that was not the case at all. And, um, you know, we'd have some pretty well-meaning family members, you know, telling her that she couldn't have something because it had sugar in it. And, like, that's not really about, like, diabetes is kind of about it all. Like, it's not that you can't ever have it. It's just that you have to do certain things to deal with it, to help your body process it. And I do think, too, though, that a lot of times when people get that, you know, the diabetic diagnosis, cause I've worked with them myself as a personal trainer that they feel like it, it feels very overwhelming because changing all of your diet, changing all of your, you know, all of a sudden having to do like an exercise routine and you're not comfortable with exercising. Like it's a lot all at once. It's like, you've got this medical diagnosis that has all these complications that are lifelong. And now your doctor wants you to eat different and exercise and you've never done any of that stuff before I think it's awesome that you're helping people with that transition because they really think it's important and really like I don't know if this is you can correct me if I'm wrong but I'm pretty sure that I learned in school that if you lose like seven percent of your body weight when you're borderline or newly diagnosed you can reverse it pretty much immediately
1: Excuse me. Yeah, I don't know the percentage, but I do know that um, there's a lot of research right now that, you know, for type 2 diabetes, which is insulin resistant. So it means that you're not necessarily producing enough or your body isn't able to use it effectively to allow it to bring the the glucose back into the the cells. Mm -hmm. What they're showing is that a high fat diet, so a poor diet that's high in in the bad fats, is actually Mm -hmm. almost – covering or coating the cells to prevent the insulin from doing what it's doing. Mm -hmm. So when you actually reverse, you know, do the exercise, it's going to help do that. You change your diet, it's going to actually reduce that and reverse it so that the insulin can do what it's supposed to do. So, you know, if you are, you know, overweight or you're getting up there, it's usually not from a good situation, but if you reverse it, you lose your weight, but you exercise and you got to get into that lean muscle, um, that's when you have the biggest impact.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of science involved with, you know, like I was like taught that like insulin's kind of like a key to get into the to get into the cell. Um and I I, I don't want to get into too much of the science of it because I don't want to bore our audience too. Like I'm a science nerd, so I could talk about it all day long. But um, you know, like I, I do think that that like kind of understanding at least a little bit about it is important because like, 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 you're saying, understanding that when you have the excess weight, you're also, you're adding another layer of difficulty on there. So like, not only do you have like this, like dysfunction kind of thing happening, but now it's even harder. So if you can just right. kind of cut some of that out, that's going to make it a, like not as hard is what I'm that's- hearing you say.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. There's studies out there that you know I mean, you, we use the research. It's very much an evidence-based system that we use, and there's a lot of studies that by changing your lifestyle can have dramatic impact within just a matter of weeks. So, in a lot of cases, the development of the disorder or the disease. It's taken a long time. It's not something that, you know, you eat a donut and the next day you're a diabetic. It's something that happens over time. So now you're, you know, when you get the diagnosis, like you said, you're suddenly told you're gonna to make these changes now, mm-hmm. but it's not gonna happen instantaneously. You have to manage the, the impact of what happened, but you have to go out to the root cause of it, which is that insulin resistance piece for the type twos, um, which is that uh, the, uh, sorry, the, um, the key, the insulin using the key.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I do think that, you know, just like thinking about a lifestyle change and that's really kind of different for everybody because for some people that may mean you need to stop drinking alcohol, right? Um it may mean that like cuz sometimes like you can develop these conditions and it's not necessarily food-based because there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that goes on with alcohol that can impact you know your ability to process glucose because that's essentially what it turns into. So sometimes, like, there's really big hurdles. But changing your lifestyle, I think you're absolutely right. A lot of times that does come down to movement and um, changing what you're eating. So how do you start with people? I mean, do you do you have like a one-on-one session with them? Do you have them fill something out? Like, how do you determine where somebody should start to make a lifestyle change? Like. Because everybody kind of has a different
1: kind of lifestyle. So how does that look with you? Excuse me. Yeah, everyone comes from a different background. Everyone's got a different story that leads into where they are at that point. Um, And our first step in our process is to do a discovery, to find out what is your lifestyle? You know, what are your uh, eating choices? What are your meal habits? What is your motion, your exercise routine? What's your mindset around? Do you believe that? You know, my parents had diabetes, their grandparents had diabetes, so I'm gonna get diabetes and, you know, everyone I know has diabetes, so it's not a big deal. And there's this normalization of the disease that, you know, we have to get past that and realize it's not, in most cases, it's not genetic, it's lifestyle. So if, you know, your grandmother was, you know, always eating a certain way, they pass those traits down to the next generation. Then, you know, your parents are eating a certain way, they pass that down to you. So it looks like it's generational, but it's actually the lifestyle that's being passed forward. So we do an assessment of the lifestyle to determine where's our set point now. Um, and then I, we use a GPS kind of uh, methodology. And the GPS works really good if it knows where you are, but also where do you want to go? So that you, once you have that set point as to what does success look like for you in, in 12 months, we figure out how to get you there. We are the in-between piece from where you are to where you want to go, and that's it starts with a detailed assessment.
0: Yeah, that's I love that because that's such like like you said like everybody's coming from a personal place, and you I feel like in in something like that you really you you need to start from your own starting point, right? Like you kind of need to have that first initial initial contact. So that's amazing, and then you said you have you run like a twelve month program.
1: Yeah, it's what we found is, you know, we, we all know that diets don't work. Or, you know, if you do an exercise program for three months, uh, it's not going to help, right? So, you know, and what, what we're found, found is that people treat health as the absence of disease. So what they'll do is they'll do things to kind of make whatever's bothering them go away. And then they stop doing what was keeping them healthy. And then they'd start it up again, once they're not feeling well. So they go through this cycle. But what we found is by working with people to help them have success. The bulk of the twelve months now to sustain the success and teach them how to be successful after the program's over. So we're teaching them how to fish once they can continue forward.
0: Right. So they can become proactive about it rather than reactive.
1: That's right. Take control. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's amazing. What else would you like to share with us about, like, your work? And, you know, maybe you've got some client stories that you'd like to tell us about. Um, Do you you work with your wife? Do you guys partner on that?
1: Yeah. So, unfortunately, my wife, so she was a personal trainer as well. She was an accountant before that. Uh, We've gone through this journey more or less together, um, doing the same but different. Um, I became, you know, the molecular. She got into, you know, fundamental nutrition. Um, I went into mindset coaching and understanding really that aspect of how the mind influences everything. She went into Mm -hmm. the culinary aspect of things because with diabetics, as you know, with your daughter, what can they eat? Knowing what to eat and trying to get around all this misinformation, um, we found that if we can create meal plans for based on their specific nutritional profile, Because, you know, diabetes, as soon as you start taking medication, it starts to impact the absorption of specific nutrients. Therefore, you have these deficiencies. So we start customizing that. We have a motion coach that we work with that helps our clients go from wherever they are into something that's going to keep them active over the course of the week. So we really specialize for each client and make it very personalized.
0: I love it. A motion coach. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? I love that title, Motion Coach. Tell me about her, Tell me about the Motion Coach.
1: So the Motion Coach is really with our background in the physical fitness. Um, we actually have a, a member of our team that we brought on to help us with this, and you know she's a certified personal trainer, been doing it for fifteen years. Uh, I think she's a former bodybuilder, so she's got a lot of experience. But what we found again, everyone comes from their own different perspective, their own lifestyle, their own position. If you tell people that, you know, you need to start an exercise program, these images, you know, of turning into Arnold Schwarzenegger or, you know, this pain, all these different things start to pop up. Mm -hmm. We found that by changing the verbiage and saying, we're going to get you to move more Mm -hmm. and it's going to be functional motion. So it might include maybe lifting weights or something to help you there, depending on where your set point is as to where you want to go. But if at the basic level, it might be you're going to go for a 30 minute walk. Well, three times a week, see how you feel. And then after that, we'll start to build on it. And our philosophy around the motion is it has to be something you enjoy doing because you're already dealing with a the condition. There's You're already having to figure out what to eat. There's all of this resistance. So if exercise or motion is another resistance point, you're less likely to continue into the long term.
0: I love that. I love that so much. Um, I often tell my clients that, you know, if you're we're doing something and you hate it. You should tell me because we can do it different and you should never really hate what you're doing. Like sometimes it's not like the most enjoyable thing, but like if you hate it, like we should be doing something different. You know, I, I agree with that. Like a thousand percent, like really adhering to a program. It should be at least somewhat enjoyable. Right.
1: Yeah, especially if you're trying to continue it in, you know, again, beyond the 12 months. We're trying to teach people how to have that success for the rest of their life. And if it's something you don't like, you're going to find, you know, the little thing on your shoulder is going to find a way to, you know, well, you know, there is that Netflix show we should go watch instead. There's going to be always something trying to detract you.
0: Definitely. Yeah, yeah, no I agree. Um I was chatting with another guest I will probably last month and he said something that really stuck out to me and it it's still like I still hear him saying it is you know like when life happens you'll fall to your lowest standard. So if your lowest standard is watching Netflix on the couch and not going for a walk around the the block or whatever you you know, when, when life happens, and it does, like, that's what you're going to end up doing. And so if you can make, you know, your lowest standard to walk around the block, and on your good days, you know, you're lifting weights at the gym, then you're still going to be doing okay, you know, at your lowest standard. So really, I, I love it that you're helping people change their lifestyle. Um, because that's really going to be the key you know, to really kind of keeping that at bay. And I think once you're diagnosed with it, you're always kind of at risk, even if you are in like a, I don't know if they call it remission. Do they they call it remission?
1: Yeah, some people call it remission. Um, I'm I'm not so fond of that word because it kinda, you know, if you clean up your lifestyle, then it's not gonna come back. So that's, you know, they say, you know, if you have cancer and you get cured of cancer, that means you don't have it for so many years. That means you're, you're cured. There's mm-hmm. always the possibility it could come back at some point, so I can't think of it in that term. Um, yeah. It also helps with the the, me- the mental model associated with it. If you say, you know, "Okay, well, I'm clean, I've, I've I beat it, I'm in control," and that's how I'm going to stay in control is by making sure it doesn't come back.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it, David. What have you got coming up? Like, what kind? How can people interact with you? Like, where? I'm sure that there's going to be somebody listening to this who's going to want to touch base with you. So how can people get in contact with you? I know you have a website, you have a Facebook group page, Instagram, all that good stuff. What do, where do we find you?
1: Um, carrier Pigeon is probably the most effective. Um, uh, I'm not so much into the social media. I do my best. So uh, we have a Facebook group called Diabetes Hope. Okay. Um, and but that's where we provide a lot of information from meal planning to you know the latest research. We try to provide a well-rounded um, uh, portfolio for people to really draw from on uh, what they require at that point in time. And our website, if you you know you actually if you reach out through our email, it would be uh, Karen, which is my wife, at Into Thrive, and that's probably the easiest way that we we'll funnel all through. And you know if people are open for a conversation. We can see how we can be of service.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that sounds fantastic. So if somebody wants to get on a discovery call with you, they can just shoot her an email on that's The best way to do it.
1: Yep, that's probably the easiest way. That way we keep everything in one place. Make it nice or and simple. Or
0: you can into the Facebook group. That probably would work too, right? Hundred percent. Yeah, awesome. This is like this is incredible work that you're doing. Like I am so so excited that you're doing this. Um, just because like I think it's really needed, and I think there's not enough of it out there. There's not enough help. And it diabetes is something that can be very overwhelming, very confusing, and very easy to just throw your hands up and pretend like it's not happening. <laughs> um, you know and it was funny you had mentioned that when you were talking about the generational thing, um, and it just everybody around you has it. And I remember um, my grandmother, <laughs> She had said that when she was, you know, like late in life. She's like, well, I don't really care if I get it. Cause like my brother had it. My mom had it. And they both died of it. And my daughter was sitting there <laughs> and she's like, so I don't care. I'm probably just going to, if I get it, I get it. And she was like bad about it. And my daughter was just like, so bad. <laughs> because she wouldn't give anything not to have it, you know, so that she, you know, her grandma was being, or my grandma was being so blase about it. Um, But I do think that you're right. I do think that there's like kind of a belief, like, well, whatever it's, you know, everybody has it. Like everybody doesn't have to have it. Like some people do have to have it, (laughs) Um, but it's pretty horrible. You know, I mean, a lot of the the things that, and you don't always like, unless you really kind of get into it and study it, you don't necessarily realize all of the, the side effects. I mean, some of them are like mood and like they're not necessarily physical, but they're behavioral in their, um, you know, they they impact your personality and your ability to deal with things. And like you said, like mindset, it gets in there. And so I love it that you're, you're doing all of these work, like all of this work, because like I think there's a huge mindset component to it. There's definitely, you know, a, a need to move your body. And then of course the nutritional component is of course, so, so important, you know, to get that balance and to make sure that you're eating the right things. And I think that can be confusing for anyone, you know like anyone who's, any, anybody who's trying to eat right it can get really confusing. So I love it that you and your wife are doing this work. Like I just, I think it's so, so needed And I'm just, I would love to support you in any way that I can. Um, If anybody is looking to get in touch with David or his wife, please, I'll have the the notes in, in the show notes. I'll have everywhere you can get to them. And please reach out because this does not have to be a life altering disease. Like if you're a type two diabetic, recently diagnosed, or you know you're wanting to kind of reverse it. And you you want to take control of it instead of letting it control you. Please get some help because it it's a lot. It's a lot for one person to to wrap their head around. And there's nothing wrong with getting some help. There's nothing wrong with <laughs> trying to better yourself and getting people who really know what they're talking about to help you. Like get the help. It could it could mm-hmm. change life. I mean I can tell you right now, my father. I mentioned he has type two. He had a accident on the ice a couple of years ago where he slipped and fell. He has neuropathy. Can't feel his feet.
1: That's what happened to my father. He actually he um he slipped, he cut the top of both his feet and one foot healed, the other one didn't heal. And okay. I finally got to the point where it resulted in an amputation. And it was something so, you know, so simple resulted in something so consequential. So it's, it is, as you say, you, you have to take control. you got to get control. And, you know, our job is to help you cut through all that noise so you know how to take control and be successful with it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like not to scare anybody, but like the, I mean, you can lose your vision. Your kidneys can fail. I mean, you you your ability to heal wounds, it, it drops dramatically. Like, it is a very serious disease. Like just because a lot of people have it doesn't mean that it's not serious. Like it's a, it's a silent killer. And I really commend you for doing this work. So just, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart because it, I clearly it means a lot to me. Um, but this has been wonderful. Um, do you have a workshop coming up? I, I thought you told me you had a workshop coming up end of February.
1: Yeah, one of the things we're doing is we're going to be doing a, a, a diabetes masterclass to really dive th- into the different aspects of how to take control of the disease. And we're scheduling that for late February right now. I believe it's the 26th or so, whatever the Monday is on there. Um, but the, the, four, you know, pillars, the four pillars of success we have are the mindset piece. Again, you know, don't accept it because everyone has it. Uh, the nutritional piece, what do you eat? How do you know how to control that? The motion piece, as we talked about, how to you know get your body active, and then the last part is lifestyle. How do you be successful in being a birthday party and not you know offend people because you won't eat, or you know how do you go shopping and be successful in doing that? And we really then wrap it around with that. Uh, we actually help hold people accountable so they, they can have that success. But we dive deep into it in, uh, in February.
0: That's amazing. David, thank you so much for talking with me tonight. I really appreciate it. Um, looking forward to you know keeping up with you and, and your clients over the, you know as, as you're kind of moving along. I hope that you'll kind of keep us posted. And um, if anything, there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. But this has been wonderful. I really appreciate you coming onto the show today.
1: I love the opportunity. And I thank you very much for giving us this uh, platform to share with people and uh, to help make a difference.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank you. One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called the Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search the Lifted Community on Facebook. Looking forward to seeing you there.